0: Thank you so much for joining us today on episode number 49 of the Real Life Runners Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about fresh starts.
1: With school starting, I've been in so many meetings where we talked about starting fresh and starting off on the right foot. And I wanted to talk about this point by taking it even further, but then suggesting that from a different angle, there is no such thing as a clean start. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. So... In these first few days of school, and like the week before school starts, there's all these teacher meetings that I go to, and all of them seem to have the tone of, it's the start of a new year, let's start things off right, make sure that class begins good, start fresh, and like they're all the same exact perspective. And then we had freshman orientation, and they're all told the exact same thing by different teachers and club moderators and the athletic director, they're all telling the freshman, it's your first start of a new school year, make sure you start off really good. And it just, it got me on this whole mindset of starting again.
0: Yeah. People like to pull things like this out at the start of a new school year or on New Year's or on birthdays. And they choose these random days to start anew and start with a clean slate and start fresh. But when you brought this up to me and we were kind of talking about it, I was thinking um, on the angle of, well, Every day is a clean start, and every day should be a fresh start. So why are you waiting for some random day that's supposed to be some sort of milestone? If you aren't happy with where you are, choose today.
1: Yeah, and I mean, depending on the meeting that I was in, some of them, they like to show like a video or some sort of inspirational thing at the beginning, and some of them really made me think, don't don't wait until next Monday to start correctly, just do it now, and and there were other ones that was like, well, it's not a complete fresh start. There's what you did yesterday that carries through. Right. I, I thought both were great add on to what was coming on.
0: Both are very good. And, and that's why, you know, when you brought this topic up to me about, you know, talking about this on this episode, you were in the perspective of it's not there's no such thing as a clean start. And I said, OK, but in, I also like the perspective of every single day is a clean start every single day you are consciously making the choice of who you want to be. And some people don't necessarily make that choice consciously. They let the past define who they are. They let their routine and everything that they just they just go through the motions. And they don't choose each day to start fresh. But I really like to look at it as every single day is a chance to be a newer, more improved version of you. And
1: and I like that angle. It's a very positive way of looking at it. And there were definitely some of the videos that I saw that's like, yes, tomorrow I'm going to be a, such an amazing new person. You know, we, we had speakers come in and it's there's a lot of very great inspiration. And some of the people were trying to present to these like new incoming ninth graders who are like terrified stepping foot onto the high school campus and Mm. to give them the setup about when Monday comes, it's going to be phenomenal is a great way to send them out there.
0: Right. But for those of us that are in real life that aren't starting school, Why wait until tomorrow which you could start today?
1: Yes, that's I mean, it's a cliche for a reason because it is in fact remarkably good advice. Mm -hmm. Don't don't put it off. Because if you put it it off off till tomorrow Then you put it off to the next day, and then the next week, and and maybe by New Year's, maybe on New Year's Eve, we'll, we'll think about it again. There's
0: always an excuse. You know, it's the same thing of why people start New Year's resolutions, and the gym is full for the first two weeks in January, and then all of a sudden, the treadmills are back open again.
1: Yes, and then there's a February discount. Come back to the gym, please. Right,
0: exactly. And so, if there's something in your life that you don't like, don't wait until some milestone randomly on the calendar. Change it. I mean, it's, it's really, sometimes it is that simple. Of course, there are always factors to consider and there's life and there's real life and we get that, but there are opportunities and there are ways to change anything in your life that you aren't happy with. So what is that thing for you? Is there something in your life that you're not super happy with? Is it your health? Is it your fitness? Is it your relationships? Is it, something to do with parenting. What is that thing? I think that most people have something in their life that they think that, you know, could use some improvement. And really, it's all about just number 1 making the decision to change, identifying that point in your life that you would like to change, that area of your life that you want to make better. Number 2, you set a goal. If you don't like where you are right now, figure out where you want to be. What is that goal? What does that area of your life look like when you feel good about it?
1: Yeah, what does that area look like when you are being your absolute best person? I think is that's how I like to look at goals is in this area of my life what would that area look like if I was at my one hundred percent?
0: Absolutely, it's a good goal. It's a very, th- it's a great exercise to do. You you look at your life and you say, okay, if I was one hundred percent happy, this is what it would look like. This is what it would feel like. Also, how would you feel if you achieve that goal? I think that is a hugely important step that a lot of people miss is thinking about how you would feel because then you attach an emotion to it.
1: I know I skipped that step a lot, especially years ago. You where, skipped an emotion? I know. No. I, the, the, think about how you would feel about that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's figure out a math equation to get there.
0: <laughs> right. So after you set that goal, then you have to come up with a plan. So like we talked about a couple episodes ago, when you have a goal, the best thing to do is reverse engineer it. So you start to break it down into steps. So if your goal is to run a one-hour 10K, right? We'll just throw that out there. Good numbers. So thank you. So you want to run a one-hour 10K or a 10K under an hour. Okay, find out where you are now, and then you have to find out figure out how to get faster. Maybe that's starting a running plan. Maybe that's doing some research on your own and reading about speed work and figuring out how to get faster and just going through trying to figure that out. Maybe it's hiring a coach. Maybe it is starting to be in a running group so that you're running with people that are a little faster than you. There's a lot of different steps that you could take to get there. There's
1: a lot of steps and it depends on on where you're at. You know, if you throw this goal out there of a one hour 10K and you've never run a step before in your life, it it may not be the smoothest transition.
0: Or it would just take longer. Yeah.
1: But I mean, if you
0: just have to set the appropriate timeline. Right. But so then maybe step one
1: appropriately,
0: maybe step one is go buy some running shoes. you you I mean, it can (laughs) be that simple. Yes. You know, but you have to figure out, okay, what are the steps that I need to take in order to achieve that goal? And then keep breaking them down into smaller and smaller and smaller steps. So if your goal is to go, you know, run the 10K, right? Say you're not even a runner, if you've never even started running before, you have to buy running shoes, okay? But before you go buy running shoes, then first you have to find a running store or first you have to research what kind of running shoe is best for you. Like there's other steps that you can continue to break down.
1: Yeah. Hope that you have a specialty running shoe store in the area because then they'll take care of you. Because if you've never run before, just randomly going online and finding the cheapest pair that looks cool is probably not the safest place to start.
0: Right. So once you have that goal, that plan in place, then it's time to take action. And you can go back and listen to a couple of our previous episodes where we speak more specifically about goal setting and reverse engineering your goals. You can take a look at episode number 47
1: and 14 and
0: 14. Okay. So if you want to learn a little bit more about goal setting, take a listen to those episodes for some more details on that. But ultimately,
1: you need to take action. Ultimately, you need to then do something.
0: Right. And you don't. Never miss your chance. You know, some people think, oh, if the first day of school goes poorly, that's it. I've missed my chance. And, you know, there is a lot to be said about making a first impression. Yes,
1: that line, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. It's true. I know. It goes right into my next part of there is no clean start.
0: Right. But let's – before we jump into that, I mean, there is – that is there's is truth to that.
1: I know, but there's a, I mean I put this down. I said, what if you screw up the first day of school? It's not like if if my first day of class goes poorly, I just get to shutter up shop and not do anything for the next 179 days. Like, yep. I guess I'll try it again next year. Like that's right. not it's not how it works. Well, same
0: thing for people that are going on a diet, you know, if people like to always be on a diet, which I don't advocate, but if you are starting a diet, And you have a piece of cake at an office party or something like that, or you go out for drinks, go out for happy hour, and you fall off your plan. People think, oh, no, everything is ruined. And that's not true. Like, the next morning, you can start again. And a little disclaimer on that. I don't believe in diets. I think that you should find the right kind of eating that works for you, that is sustainable, that allows you to have little things like that along the way, but... No,
1: completely. But I know. mean, if you're going along and, and you were eating and everything was going well, and suddenly you clearly like overindulged one day, that, right. that doesn't end it. You it don't, doesn't end it. You don't have to go back and be like, oh, wait, I what was that first step I did? Because it's you're fine. You're still on the path.
0: You're still on the path as long as you just get back on the path and you choose to continue along that path of healthy eating or exercising or whatever it is in your life that you want to change. What if, what if it's money related? You know, what if you were trying to stay on a budget and you went out and you spent some money you shouldn't spend? It doesn't mean you should then blow the budget and say, oh, budgeting didn't work for me.
1: (laughs) Budgeting didn't work. (laughs) Vegas! Vegas!
0: <laughs> you know, so you, you just got to get back on the path. So that just brings us back to our point number two that Kevin alluded to in a, a second ago, which is there is no clean start in life. True, truly a clean start.
1: Yeah. You say it gets you back on the path. I mean, if you're really, you're trying to like start something new, like a very major change of you, you don't exercise at all. And suddenly you want to be a runner and you're like today, today's the day I'm going to go out and I'm going to get my shoes and I'm going to go run for 30 minutes. And you don't, that doesn't mean you fail. No. You can go at it again the next day. Right. But But if you've been running like three or four days and you miss one, you're not at point zero. You're already on the path. And I suggest that there's no clean start and that that's not a negative thing. Mm -hmm. That every choice you make in life just continues you along the path.
0: Right. And each of those choices and each of those experiences just adds to who you are as a person and it adds to how you are choosing to live your life. And that could be a good experience or a bad experience. And everything that we do teaches us something. I believe that. I believe that we have something to learn from every experience, whether it's good or bad. I ha- I believe that we have something to learn from every person that's put into our life, whether or not that's a, a good relationship or a bad relationship. And, you know, even def- defining them as good and bad, you know, I mean, there's If you're learning something, it's a good
1: relationship. I mean, there's a tough argument on that one, but there's a lot of positives. Was it a good choice you made? Was it a bad choice? Did it have a positive outcome? Did it hurt while it was happening? The outcomes that lead to pain are probably the ones that you're able to learn easier from.
0: Ah, that's a very good point.
1: You know, if everything is going super smooth, you're probably not going to stop and think about how it's going super smooth. And it seems like smooth sailing and suddenly you come crashing down and you haven't gone through any of these negative things. Suddenly you've got a huge lesson that you need to learn because Mm -hmm. something got tough. Right. You know, so there's, there's not this, oh, well, I guess I'll go back to square one. No, all of these steps that you've gained along the way, grew your experience, they affect your next choice, and that affects everything you do.
0: Yeah, that's why I kind of hesitated when we were talking about things as good and bad, because there are definitely positive experiences or negative experiences. But ultimately, I think that challenges and experiences are put into our life in order to help us to grow. And sometimes It's little things that help us to grow depending on how we perceive them. And sometimes we need a really big smack in the face.
1: Yeah. Like if
0: we don't listen to the little things along the way. Sometimes there's a big thing that comes along and it seems like – what in the world is going on? You yeah, know, a there's lot of no people, ignoring it. There's yeah. no pretending that
1: didn't happen. Like
0: health scares, you there's know, there's health some scares, people there's major traumatic events.
1: Yeah. Right. Some sort of diagnosis, something that puts you into a hospital all of a sudden. Suddenly people are, are coming up with these giant changes in the path of their life that it's sort of like, Oh, well that event, it changed my life and I started anew. And I said, no, you didn't. That event was this major thing. Don't discount that event that changed you. You know, but do you
0: think that that's discounting the event? I mean, I don't really think it is. is. Wouldn't I mean, if someone said that there was this major life event that changed their life, that's not discounting the event. That's, Essentially, waiting like putting much more weight on that event in their life. Don't you think?
1: I don't. Know. I, th- I think it gets to semantics because I've heard people. You know, you get a new uh, this. Life changing thing, whether it's a, a health scare, you lost your job and had to come up with some like complete new plan, and people are like, "All right, I guess it's a total clean start." And it's like, "Well, no, you still have the experiences of years before plus this major event. It's a matter of what you're going to do with those experiences." Mm-hmm.
0: Because those experiences and that struggle, I think, really, if if we look at it the right way the struggle is really what brings us strength because you don't know how strong you are until you've been challenged.
1: Yeah. I feel like we got a lot of, you know, good, good lines coming out of this episode. Um, (laughs) I, I, I'm going to throw, we just
0: went through the cliche box and picked out lots of stuff to say.
1: I know, but I mean, they're, they're good lines. If you actually, if you don't just say them. You know, it's not just the, oh, it, this is my mantra. These are the words I live by. And it's a tattoo on my arm and you never, never do anything about it. Mm. You know, it goes back to that first one of set a goal, make a plan and then action. Mm. Don't just put a dream out there and say, oh, this is, this is my beautiful idea and never do anything to get there. You have to actually get there. But, um, I, I put this one in there and I, it's totally another one liner, but I, I got this one. I I think I Someone put this into their PowerPoint last week in one of my meetings. Um, that it was the first step to being brave is being scared. Yeah. You can't like bravery doesn't require this complete lack of fear. It's not that like, oh, I have absolutely no fear of heights, I'm gonna go jump out of that plane. Cool, that's not a scary thing for you. You aren't brave to do that. Mm -hmm. Bravery requires what what is about to happen is terrifying. And I'm going to do it anyway.
0: And I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. There's another one-liner that people say, another quote out there that life begins at the start of fear or something like that. It's Have you heard that, that one? Effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's like – that's what it is. Life starts outside of your comfort zone. That, yeah. That's what I was just trying to f-
1: yeah. Put yourself it's into a place. It's, it's a sign that things are going on the right path right. is you feel a little bit uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Feeling uncomfortable is a good thing in most circumstances because it means that you're growing. I think that one of the biggest fears that people have, one of the most common fears that people have is fear of the unknown. Because when we are comfortable and when we're just sitting in our comfort zone, life is what it is. Some people think it's good. Some people aren't happy there, but it they know it. And so that just getting out of that can be very difficult. So,
1: yeah, if where you're at is it's not great, right? But you, you've got this fear in your mind that if you try and change it, it could go worse, right? Like, yeah, or it could go a lot better,
0: or it could go a lot better. But right here is okay.
1: Here's okay enough, right? You know, yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, I say there's that if you go for something new, you're never actually prepared for something new. Like it's it's new
0: because you don't know it, right? It so is there's the no incident. way to prepare, really. You know, I talk about this when I meet pregnant women or my friends are <laughs> are pregnant for the first time. They're like, "Well, how do you know you're ready for a bit?" People that are thinking about getting pregnant, yes. how are how do you know if you're ready? I said, "You're not." You're there's, not, there's no be. there's no way that you're ready even if you think you're ready even if you've read how what to expect when you're expecting and all yes. of the pregnancy books out there even if you think you know what's gonna happen that's not what's gonna happen you're gonna have a kid that wakes up in the middle of the night and you don't know what that feels like you can t- you know get Experience from your friends, and you can talk to your friends about what they went through, but that's not going to be what you go through, and you're not going to have the same feelings as your friends did about that same situation because the situation won't be the same. It's going to be your situation, and there's really no way to prepare for that when you've never been through it. You just have to look at the situation and say, Okay let's do it. Like, let's go for
1: it. Yeah. Let's, let's go for it. It's pretty much the lineup at uh, at the birthday party we had going this weekend. I was talking to another teacher (laughs) and she goes, so school starts on Monday. You ready? I go, nope, you? And she goes, not at all. And I mean, we've both been teaching for a long time and concluded, no, I'm not ready. And there's nothing that I'm going to do between now and Monday that's suddenly going to make me ready. And I'm like, this is so right on point with with running Mm -hmm. is it's like, uh, I signed up for this race. I've done a a bunch of five Ks. I've, I've run a few marathons and I mean, I'm, I'm totally ready for the next one because you're never quite in the same place. Whatever you're bringing with you changes the circumstances for the next one. Mm-hmm. So everything you're doing is both this brand new thing that you've ever never done before, but you, you have this base of experience to help get you through it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's frightening to say that it's a brand new thing, but you've got all of these experiences and support behind you to help you get there.
0: Right. And I think that brings us to our third point, that it, in reality, there are no clean, fresh starts. And it is a combination of the two. Every day is a new day, and we, there is a fresh start every day, but you're still a product of the experiences that you have had thus far in your life, right? And and it's a a, combination. And
1: that's a good thing. It's a
0: great thing. (laughs)
1: Like that. That's the thing is, You know, when you started talking, we were just kind of like talking before, you know, we hit the record button is for a little bit, it makes it look like you've got this bright, positive outlook. And I kind of had the more pessimistic side of there is no clean start, but I think both sides really are positive. They are both positive. Every, every day is a brand new day and you have all of this life experience that made you into the amazing person that you are. Bring that and keep moving forward.
0: Right. Because... Ultimately, it's not the events of our life that define us and define who we are or what kind of person we are. It's our perception of those events. It's how we experience those because two people can go through similar things in life. Two people can go through a divorce or two people can go through a cancer diagnosis, but it's ultimately your perception of what's happening during that time that shapes your experience of that event.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, that and I, nails it. You
0: know, one of the things I was just thinking when we were talking before, when we were talking about a new race or a new job or children and being ready for something, I think that You can never fully prepare. I think that you need to do everything that you can to prepare in a lot of circumstances. If you're getting a new job or if you're teaching, obviously you have things that you need to do to prepare for a successful school year. If you go into the school year with no lesson plans and no idea what you're covering, that school year is probably not going to Go very smoothly. Right. That's
1: a setup for failure. Right. You don't toe the line of a marathon never having run before.
0: Clearly. I mean, I think some people probably have. Though. I know, but
1: it just sounds terrifying. It's just not a good it's, idea. It's not a, it's not a smart move. Definitely
0: not something we advocate. But ultimately, you might not be ready for the specifics of what might happen, but you have to have faith in yourself to know that you're the kind of person that's going to be able to deal with whatever might be thrown at you. I think that's one of the biggest keys is, is having that faith in yourself and saying, okay, I know I'm not ready for this necessarily. I don't, I've done everything that I can to prepare and now whatever happens kind of happens. And I have faith in myself that I'm going to be able to handle whatever that is.
1: Well, I mean, this is kind of connected to the idea of adversity in one area of your life makes you a stronger person in all areas of your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I tend to go to health scares because I had the, the health scare Yeah, this and year. it, it changed me. Like, it definitely did. And to, to say that I'm a complete brand new person on the other side of it, it it's not. It, You're not
0: a new person. I, I'm
1: not. I no. I gained from that. I, I changed. I think that I'm a lot more... I really think that that changed my openness to my own emotions. Being able to connect more, being able to talk more about, I don't know, feelings and emotions and squishy things.
0: Really? Yes. Why did that health scare helped to open that up in you?
1: I don't know. It's, you get this, this event and you're sort of like, why am I hiding things inside? You know, I've got, I'm surrounded by people that love me. Why would I ever hide things inside? You know? And when, when you've got something, especially like a a frightening health scare, like it's, it's a scary time and being by yourself is not a good place to be. Mm -hmm. You know, it changed, it changed my outlook on my health. It changed my outlook on my family. It was like, you know, I do I need to get up an extra hour early and go for this run? No, I should probably sleep. It made me really take a look at what being healthy means. Mm. Being healthy wasn't necessarily eating exactly on point these times during the day, these exact foods, and then running as much as I possibly could. I was discounting mental health. I was discounting the relaxation. I was discounting sleep. I, I was full of all this anxiety. I don't think that was helping things.
0: No, definitely not.
1: So to try and and take a step back and calm down and just enjoy around. I'm not saying that I've gotten perfect at it by by any means, but I think that I am a calmer person. I think that it's changed my perspective Mm -hmm. of realizing the benefits of stepping back and being calm and looking at a bigger picture. I
0: like it. So, do you think that the experience was a good thing? Was it a bad thing?
1: I would would rather have not had staples in my head. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, seizure in front of the five-year-old. If I could have changed it, I would have rather not do it in front of the kids.
0: Well, right. Of course. But
1: the event itself, I mean, it, it was a major growth experience. I think that there are definitely plenty of positives to take out of it. Um,
0: That's interesting because I think like how long did it take you to get to that place where you could say that there are positive things? because I know at the beginning, it was something that you were very upset about, and you were bitter and angry that something like this happened to you
1: which is is still there um I mean, there's, there's still like, there's health precautions that are on top of me. Mm -hmm. Like whether, whether it's from a doctor or from the two of us talking and being like, well, maybe we should take a little break in marathon training, Mm -hmm. you know, not up training to a certain extreme. And like, yeah, there's that. And and I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I I wish I had a marathon coming up this fall or Mm -hmm. fall winter season. Um, but it changed my bigger picture and it definitely took me a while. It took me a while to even get to a point where I wanted to share the emotions and talk to you about them. Yeah. But.
0: After the third, I think.
1: It was after the third. Mm-hmm. And and then it wasn't like the day after that we had this like deep, meaningful conversation. Oh, no, no, no. But uh, well, I, I'd say maybe like a month.
0: Probably a month Or after so that. afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm. There was that one night that I just, I broke. And I'm like, I just, I need to get this out. Mm-hmm. And that, that It's, I mean, you can, you can hear it in my voice now. It's still really hard to talk about it. It's, it's hard. Um, but it changed me and I think it changed me for a significant positive. Mm -hmm. I think that it's made me much more in touch with feelings with connected to you, with connected to the girls, with understanding what is important with understanding the importance beyond a number on a stopwatch. And don't get me wrong. You put me in a race. I still want to beat people and I still want to run fast, but I, I think that I'm able to value a bigger picture.
0: Wow. Well, that's, I mean, all of those are very good things that you took out of what looked like a very negative situation. And for those of you that might not be exactly sure what we're talking about, I don't think we really mentioned, but Kevin had a series of seizures over the past year. So that's what we were talking about when we were talking about number three or, or whatnot. So that's kind of been one of the struggles that we've had, for the last year and a half um, and that Kevin's been working through emotionally and mentally and that we've has definitely affected our family in, in a lot of different ways. But we are hopefully at the point now where we are looking at things in a more positive way. And it's really good to hear you say that you've started to get more into that area of thinking versus the other.
1: Versus just dwelling on the negatives. Right. I mean, it's, it's me. So every once in a while I go back and, and I, I just have to step aside and have a calm moment and, and change my thinking and look at it from, from a different angle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, I like looking at things from multiple angles. But I, It I, is me.
0: Yeah. But I think that that's normal. I don't think that you necessarily have an experience in your life and so say it's a, a health scare. Something happens and you're upset about it and you're angry and then all of a sudden you work through all the points and you accept it for you know the denial and the acceptance and all that stuff. Even once you get to that acceptance stage where you accept it, you can see the positive. I don't think that that necessarily means that you still can't ever feel a little – Negative about that situation.
1: There's still you know? some negatives. I mean, yeah. you look at it and, you're, and you gain some positive life lessons, but you can still look back at it and a, say, and I wish say, that didn't happen. Man, I wish that didn't happen. Right. You know, there, there's so many little things in life, and sometimes they're huge things and sometimes they're small. And there's times where you look back and be like, man, I wish I could change that. And then if you really think through, like, yeah, but what about changing that thing? Think of the domino effect. Think about everything that followed because of that one event. It's why, when to, to suggest that there's no such thing as a clean start, and I don't think I'd want one. Like I, I don't think I don't think I would. Like yeah, there's there's a little things along the you way. You mean with your seizures? With with life. Oh. I don't I don't want a fresh start. Yeah. I, I I got here and I've I've grown significantly along the way. I don't mm-hmm. want a complete brand new start. I, yeah. I I'm in a pretty happy place.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting, I just thought of this book that I read. There's a there's a book called What Alice Forgot. It's a fiction book and it's the last book that I read in my book club. And it's super interesting because basically the book is about this woman who is at the gym and falls off a bike and hits her head and wakes up with amnesia and basically loses 10 years of her life. She it, she thinks she's 29 and pregnant when in reality she's 39 and she has three kids and she's going through a divorce. So she basically goes through the book tr- figuring out what the heck happened over the last 10 years that has brought her from where she thought she was to where she currently is now. And it was all of those series of events that shaped her into the person that she became. And then, you know, I don't want to ruin the book for anybody that, that yeah, don't, hasn't Because it. Read sounds it sounds like a
1: fascinating book. It's really
0: interesting, you know, cause she has to then figure it all out. Cause she thinks she wants to be with her husband, but why are we getting a divorce? What has happened? You know, did he cheat on me? Did I cheat on him? Like she didn't know what, what had happened. And- I,
1: I definitely did not read the book, but it, it, it falls <laughs> I in-
0: definitely did not. That I sounds like a chick book to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds like there's way too much feelings and emotions going on there. But um, it, it, it's, it's a fascinating concept behind it because, well, I didn't read it and I have no idea whether there were giant things along the way. She could have made it there through a series of really small choices mm-hmm. that simply got her to, to what in that eventual place, which right. was not a great place. Mm-hmm. Change one teeny tiny thing, little choices along the way, get you to where you are. You just have to take the time to stop and think about where you're heading. Otherwise you might end up making several choices, taking you a direction that's not, not so much happiness.
0: Right. And that brings us back to the everyday is the opportunity to start fresh Yes, you have these experiences, but you can choose to think about them and perceive them in different ways. You have that choice. You, If someone wronged you in the past, if there was a friendship that you lost or a relationship that didn't go as you had planned, you can change the way that that makes you feel. You can change the way that you perceive it. You can change if you're one of those kind of people that holds grudges against someone they those aren't that's not good for you no
1: it's not good you it's know? not a healthy move
0: it, like you you wrote this down in the outline about stop holding grudges and i kind of added in against yourself and against others because i think that a lot of times we hold grudges against ourselves i think that we are very hard on ourselves for some of the the decisions that we've made in the past. And we think that those decisions have basically pigeonholed us into a certain spot in our life. And it's our fault that we are where we are.
1: And, and it's not, I mean, to look at it from, from the angle of, you can't really change the past. it, It got you to where you are. That's true. But it's, it's that thought it's how you deal with it. It's how you accept it and say, Oh, well, I can't get out. I've put myself in this hole. It's that feeling that anchors you in the hole. It's not your actual situation. It's thinking, oh man, I've taken these four poor choices and now I'm stuck and I can never get out of this thing. Yes, you can. Because every day is a brand new start. The sun comes up, it's shining or, you know, it might be raining, but the sun's still up. I trust, trust me it is. Mm -hmm. And it's a new day. Go for it. Do whatever, pick the goal, find a plan, go for some action.
0: Right. And like, you don't have to even wait for the next day. You can start right now, right whatever point now in the day and now and maybe now
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're a little strange.
0: I know. I know. So this was a kind of a, hopefully you guys followed along with this episode. I, I feel like it kind of broke into more of a conversation between the two of us that we didn't necessarily expect and plan for. <laughs> But there you go, right? You can't always prepare.
1: It's it's what we kind of thought this one was going to end up as. It yeah. Was just a conversation. Let's get a let's get a basic idea of what we're going to talk about. Flip the mic on and see where this thing goes. Right. I thought it was a good episode.
0: I think so. Hopefully. So basically, yes, it's the start of a new school year, and if you want to look at that as a clean start and a clean slate, that is wonderful. But you don't need to wait until some milestone date on the calendar to start something new or start something fresh or change something that you're not happy with. Ultimately, you have that choice right here right now today, tomorrow, every single day of your life. You have the choice to be the person that you want to be, to live the life that you want to live that you think will make you happy. And if you start down a path that you think might make you happy and it doesn't, you can change it.
1: Yeah. Turn left. It's going to be okay. Like
0: You can start on a new path. If that's not the right path for you, find a different path and that's okay. And sometimes these life events are there to teach us lessons and to show us that we are not on the right path. Even if we think we might be, we're actually not.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's a boulder in the road. You can continue down that path if you want, but you have to climb over the giant rock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a it's a subtle hint that right. you should maybe take a turn.
0: Right? Should you climb the rock, or should you just try to go around it and maybe find a different path? Different path. Yeah. So, thank you guys for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Head over to the website and check out the show notes at realliferunnerspodcast.com and we will have some resources there for you, including the names of the, the books and things that we've read that we mentioned in this episode that inspired some of this conversation. And while you're on the website, you can check out the links to our Facebook group, to our Instagram page. You can check out some of the coaching programs and membership programs that we have to just try to help you guys live a healthy life, integrate running into your life. We also have a lot of free resources over there, including some strength guide for for runners to help you learn some good exercises to put into your running routine. We have a, a, speed workout guide that you can download for free there's a lot of resources we have to just try to make running and healthy living more accessible and more and just easier for everybody so check all of that out at the website real life runners and we will talk to you guys next week